I'm just Ken, that's enough, and I'm great at doing stuff. Check me out, I'm just Ken. I'm going to go first and do the intro, okay. which will only be audio. Okay. Today on The Girl to Find Show, we are talking about Barbie. I posted a poll on Instagram and asked if you wanted us to give a Girl to Find review of Barbie, and the majority of you said yes. To those of you who said no, I'm so sorry, but I do have a treat for you because Kristen was out of town, and I was like, I need someone else to do this review with me, so I asked my husband, Dave. He said yes. He definitely had no plans of going to see Barbie, but we were able to make a date night out of it. We got all dressed up went and saw Barbie, and now we have some thoughts for you. We are going to deliver with some juicy thoughts. And okay, let's just get into it. What's up, y'all? It's Bethany and Dave here, and we are here to deliver a Barbie review. Or like I like to call it, shiny, happy people. What? If you think about it, just think about it for a little bit. Oh, huh. yeah. <laughs> Which we have a review on shiny, happy people. So thanks for the plug. Okay, tell us how you ended up being the one here to give a Barbie review. I'm here because the other night you said, hey, we can get someone to watch the kids and go see Barbie together. And I was like, full for like a free date. So, <laughs> so, so we went. So we went. Okay. Yeah. I- and like a more official, like, oh, do go see Barbie so we can do yeah, a review. Yeah. And that's the only re- reason that I would really. Yeah be interested to see Barbie. So totally. Yeah. There were a lot of couples there though. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah. like Unless you were a movie going type of person. Yeah. You know, in which case like, Oh, we go to movies and stuff, but I was not expecting you would want to go see it. I didn't. So it was, yeah. You've been asking me that. Like you've been suggesting you're like, Hey, you should go see Barbie with girls or you should go see it with friends. And you kept asking me like, since it's come out, if I've been interested in going to see it. And for some reason, I don't know, like it just didn't strike me as like super interesting or something that I really wanted to see. Uh, But I was like, everyone's talking about this and the GDM crew probably wants to hear some thoughts or take on it. For those of you who have seen it or haven't, there will definitely be spoilers. So just if you're really excited, then don't listen. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So um, yeah, then I saw our friends, Paul and Morgan, they went and saw it. They have a great review too. You can go over there to the Paul and Morgan show and watch their review. They were funny because they got tickets, but the movie was packed so they couldn't even sit together. (laughs) So that was funny. (laughs) We did get to sit together. Okay. So why don't we kick some people out? (laughs) Do you want to give like, for those who aren't up to date on what the Barbie movie is, you want to give the overview? I don't know the story. Oh gosh. Um, (laughs) not really. It's basically the doll Barbie, but they basically make a whole world. Like she lives in this world, the Barbie land and Barbie land is based on all of the company Mattel's products over the years. And like, she has her own house and she says hi to other Barbies that also live in the same world. They're all named the same, basically. And then she says, hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. She says hi to Ken. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. And then there's one Alan, which was he a toy? He was a toy at some point. I have no idea. All Ken's clothes fit him. That was the catchphrase in the movie. And then um, the incident that kind of 
Well, actually, we missed the very, very beginning. So, well, but I saw it. it that part came out oh, like, you saw in that? the trailer okay. somewhere. So we came in trailer. when we walked in the theater. It had just basically said Barbie on the screen. So the main title yeah. on the screen. So those of you who've seen it, the part, yeah. the beginning where all the little girls are like smashing their dolls yeah, yeah, yeah. and then only playing with Barbies, which we didn't which probably would have helped me a little bit. Yeah, before. but we missed that. Anyway, so it's narrated by Helen Mirren, which is great, but it's um, it's a kind of very self-aware attempting to be a very self-aware kind of style where you sort of are like the dolls exist with equality and nobody Uh is ever sad or whatever. (laughs) And, but just kind of in a very ironic way and stuff like that. Um, And so the tone, yeah. So the tone of the movie definitely is satirical and it's definitely kind of winking and, you know, all over the place and trying to kind of, you know, uh, be smart. <laughs> I was kind of trying to be intellectual. Be super smart. Yeah. Be super, super smart, which I actually enjoyed. So that, you know, I would enjoy it more than Bethany, but, um, what else? So she has to, she starts having thoughts of death and other unpleasant thoughts. And so she's wondering what's happening because in her perfect world, she only has perfect thoughts and she drinks from perfect teacups that don't actually have tea and she yeah. takes perfect showers with without water coming out and just just basically it's delightful in the sense that it's kind of how kids play with dolls yeah. so she just sort of floats off her building because a kid could just pick her up and carry her to another part of the you know their playroom barbie land yeah, barbie land, yeah. so she has to try to figure out what's wrong with her she's starting to have distressing thoughts and her feet uh, are flat on the ground, which before she always had the Barbie feet. the eternal Barbie high heel feet. So now she's her feet are flat on the ground, and so she goes to Weird Barbie, and uh, Weird Barbie is this. Oh, you know what we should say? There's a there's a um, connection between the real world, as it's as it becomes called, and the Barbie Land, and so. Things that happen in the real real world to Barbie toys in the real world affect what ha- yeah. what happens to Barbies in Barbie Land. So, depending who the, whoever their owner is in the real world, you know, could be playing with them and abusing them, or stretching their legs, or you know, yeah. cutting their hair, and that kind of has a effect. Translates. Yeah, it translates into Barbie Land. So that's very humorous. So they meet Weird Barbie, and Weird Barbie is sort of the ultimate stereotypical version of that doll that was basically just smashed and thrown around and hair cut and colored on and and always doing the splits, (laughs) which is really, which is really funny because you see Barbies all over the place that are in weird positions and stuff like that. So Kate McKinnon, she was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, So, I mean, just like the overall plot. I'm I'm trying here. I can help. Yeah, why don't you help? Because, <laughs> well, so guess. then she goes, she needs to go to the real world to see what's up with her owner, the person who's been playing with her, what's wrong in their life. So, yeah. And if she does that, she can uh, get back to her normal perfect life, I think is the, mm-hmm. the promise. So she basically heads off to the real world to figure out what the heck is wrong. Mm-hmm. And then... That's what we'll get into all the discussion of what we will. Oh, was that the today. extent? Was that the extent of oh. the? I mean, that was pretty good. Yeah, I feel okay. like that's basically the plot line and the story, and hmm. you know, without giving everything. Away. All right. Okay, so let's start with 
Uh, okay. First, 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 first off, this is not a Christian movie. This is not trying to claim to be a Christian movie in any way, shape or form. So I think when we as Christians come to these movies and we are trying to analyze it from like our own Christian worldview and we're like, well, they have this and they have that. Like, of course, this is not a Christian movie. So if you are going to Barbie and expecting like Christian values to be present in there, that's not the case. You know, this is, so you have to go into a movie with the expectation of who's creating this and what am I going here for? Am I going here just because I want to have fun, a date night and be entertained? Okay, great. Um, you know, are there things in it that are going to, too many things that are going to compromise my convictions? Okay, I won't go see it. You know, you are making that choice based off of the fact that this is not a Christian movie. So we're not coming to analyze this as like, what, you know, what did they go against scripture and, and what did, we're just giving it, we are Christians and we're going to talk about the movie as Barbie, the movie, and what we liked, what we didn't like, and why we liked it, and why we didn't like it. So that's kind of the point of this review. It's a little bit more of a cultural conversation, um, something that is absolutely exploding right now in culture. And so we want to be a part of those conversations. And that's why we're here. I don't particularly want to be a part of no, every cultural conversation. Okay. Sorry. I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was thinking we could do things we liked about it, positives, starting with the positives. And then um, maybe we could go to our negatives after that. Okay. And then maybe just overall thoughts. Sure. So. Okay. Why don't you go first for the positives? positives? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's see. You'll probably realize as it goes on that I have less positives and more negatives than him. <sighs> but uh, my positives, I thought the set was really fun. I thought like the whole, like all the pink, all the Barbie land stuff, the dream houses, all of that, the costumes, everything was like such a blast. So fun. All the outfits were so cute. I thought all the actors were like really like good. Like I thought they mm -hmm. did a really great job of just like really being the character that the director wanted them to be. So they fit the storyline script. Um, hands down for me, Ken was by far the most hilarious to me. I just thought his whole personality and him in the story kind of like made it. He really brought so much energy and so much really a lot of needed comedy and humor because it kind of was lacking. Um, so that was really, really fun. And then weird Barbie was hilarious. The yes. one, you know, the splits one, she was absolutely hilarious. So I really, really liked that. I mean, a, another, go see the movie just for Ken and weird Barbie. Yeah, If you go, sure. go for Ken and weird Barbie yeah, and just like sure. everything else, whatever. Yeah. Um, everything think, else is filler. This story is filler. It's kind of true. <laughs> I thought, I think one of the best parts is just like the marketing. Like I think the people who win at Barbie is the marketing team because they created, and it's, you know, marketing over the years really to create this, but then even leading up to the bar release of Barbie. I mean, just the fact that like all of these groups of girls and like women are getting all dressed up and like planning these girls nights and planning these girls days. And like all of them want to get a picture inside the Barbie box at the movie theater and everyone's just dressing up in pink and like having so much fun with it. To me, that's probably one of the most positive things about the entire movie is just all of these friendships and sisters getting together dates and just like all the people that are coming together and making memories. Um, so that's probably the biggest positive for me is just all of the like fun that people are having. So that's the extent of my positives. That's the extent. Okay. I enjoyed it more than that. Um, just because if you like the kind of intellectual kind of trying to be smart type of movie where you're trying to figure out what are they, what are they trying to say and how's the storytelling work to sort of say what they're trying mm -hmm. to say, 
then it's actually more engaging. So for me, it was more engaging because the whole movie, I was kind of like, okay, where are they, where are they going with this one? Okay. Then now this, this sort of plot device, where are they going with this? Um, so actually, minded like no, me. no, <laughs> well, no, it's not really being simple minded, but if, if you're, it's more the expectation. Yes. If you're going to see a sincere movie, it was not that it was not really a sincere movie in the sense that it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't really, tr- it was trying what would we say? Um, it was trying to be so self-aware of itself and um, that when it did try to be sincere, well, this is probably getting into, that's more of a negative. Okay. <laughs> so if you were expecting just a fairy tale, like a Disney princess movie or something like that, that's not what this was. Boo! Right. So, um, Boo Barbie. So I kind of went in knowing that it probably, it wasn't that. And so I wasn't as disappointed. Uh, I figured or I had heard that it had more of that kind of cultural commentary, sort of feminist angle, um, which it, which it did, I would say largely in a certain sense, but um, I enjoyed all that. There, there was a pretty, again, intellectual, but uh, existential message, which I like existentialism as just kind of a philosophy. It's fun. Uh, And, just like a lot of successful Hollywood movies, they they're going to have an existentialist message. And the, it basically goes something like, what does it really mean to be human? Uh, does, you know, do we have a creator? If we do have a creator, what does that mean for our life purpose is purpose fixed or is it something that we create? And typically the existentialist will say, uh, it, you know, meaning is not inherent to reality. It's something that you create. And so, uh, it had a very garden variety version of that message, um, through, I would say, particularly at the end of the film, when it was kind of wrapping up what, what is the point of all this? That's kind of where it went, which is very, um, uh, what do you like very, very, <laughs> you no can idea. see it coming. It's normal. What is that like, word? It's uh, yeah. You would see it because you watch movies and this yes. is like the message for probably most movies you watch. And yeah. again, along with that kind of existentialist streak is self development. So I'm really into a lot of that stuff, just as not necessarily as the whole entirety of, of a worldview, but it's got a lot of interesting ideas. And so I'd rather a movie move in that direction than some of the other directions. So I actually appreciated a lot about how Barbie, I think, and then the more I thought about it, the more I appreciated this and the more I read about it too, where it wasn't really trying. I think a lot of conservatives thought, Oh, it's just bashing men. And I think that what it was doing was it's, it was more saying like, here's a, here's a stereotypical world, you know, Barbie land. And here are the, some of the impacts on the real world with expectations for women and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and here are some of the kind of tropes and stereotypes about patriarchy and, uh, you know, we're going to kind of explore that. What if, what if patriarchy came to Barbie land, you know, at one point in the movie. And so I really like that, that idea. It was very experimental to me of just like, let's put these stereotypes along with these stereotypes and let's flip the power dynamic and then let's see what happens. And then let's flip it back. And then let's like try to come to something that's maybe, that maybe transcends both of those. And I think the filmmakers did try to do that, especially near the end. They tried to, and I, we can go into some of 
why yeah, I'm resisting about that. rolling my eyes. You're resisting, okay. But no, I, I think that <laughs> not I at think, you, I like that whole thing. Yeah, you're well, way kinder and well, more generous. It's typical of, I mean, these days it's pretty typical to just have a straight up here's the power dynamic, here's who's been oppressed, and then let's basically like flip that and the people who should be leading are the people who have been oppressed. And the movie, I don't think the movie exactly went there in really? the final, in the final analysis, um, in the final analysis, in terms of what happens in the real world, I don't think that the movie was necessarily trying to say, oh, it would be better if women were in charge of everything. Well, um, Barbie land, they made that clear, but then in Barbie land, they did, but they, Barbie they, land they is a very, yeah. Like they didn't really have a solid answer. They, like, yeah, it was a little like, convoluted. Now what? Now what happens to Barbie? Yeah. Like, which that's mm, more exactly yeah. what I want to talk about. But um, so and I liked all that. Stuff. Yeah, I liked all that. All that exploration is fun. The philosophical explorations are fun. Uh, Ken was oh, hoot. He was so funny and uh, weird Barbie as well. So those were my two favorite parts. I would say in the musical oh, yeah. numbers. I'm just kidding. It's so it's so funny. Oh, I wanted so much and, more of that. And the and the Ken story arc too for his character arc is so, in my opinion, these again, yeah. these are things I'll share. These are so. I thought that would, there were some things that were very well done about that. Um, I mean, Ken was the best part. Those are just some of my positives. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know, it's funny because it's all about like women and female empowerment and how like we've been oppressed so much about the patriarchy. Oh my gosh! But it was funny because it's like so now we have like women director producing Barbie the main character, but then they kind of like it. Ken kind of became the star of the show, and when I see people talking yeah. about it, people are like obsessed with that song. They thought he was hilarious, so it's like. Yeah. Man, if you wanted this to be like the man steals the show, go he figure. He kind of stole yeah. the show, you know, like yeah. because women, I, when we start to take ourselves so seriously and we try to become like, like I don't know, all we, you know, we, like mm-hmm. instead of just like go and do and be what you want, they have to say it all. Like, no, this is where we've been and this is where we're going. Like, it's like Barbie took herself so seriously, like almost from the beginning, and then like she would have these moments of not being serious, but Ken like never really took himself seriously. So he was much more likable. Well, yeah. I mean, Ken, yeah. Ken to me was interesting. Cause he, he, I was sort of describe him as having no guile. He has no, like what he says is basically what's in his mind. And so it's a character that's a very, very easy to read in some ways. Um, and you don't have that with every character in the movie. Um, and so I, I think, I think for me, his character arc is very clear and fun to follow because he goes from, should, should we get into oh, yeah, kind of totally. some Okay. So he goes from, he, he goes into the real world and he discovers patriarchy because they didn't have that in Barbie land. In Barbie land, it's matriarchy. basically a, ma- a, a utopian matriarchy. And so the, the, you know, women are sort of the first class you know, group. And then the Ken dolls are sort of, uh, the secondary class. Like if they access the random, the ran- yeah, we don't even know where they live. No. You know, where does Ken live? Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and you know, every night is girls night. He's constantly excluded from, from the female spaces. If, if you want to put it that way. So it's very, it's kind of like taking what a lot of people talk about today, which is, has plenty of merit to that conversation, but saying, okay, you know, women are excluded from this space, this space, and basically saying, well, in Barbie land, it's the opposite. It's, you know, this is a woman's world and men are sort of excluded. And 
So he is, uh, he gets his sense of self uh, from the gaze of Barbie. So Barbie looks at him and that's how he basically gets a sense of self is mm-hmm. his identity is wrapped up in what she thinks of him. Um, and her giving him attention so is a very weak place to be, but at least it's easy to read. It's very simple, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And the narrator even says that like Ken exists basically to, for Barbie to look at him. Says, Hey, Hey Barbie, you know? And she said, Hey Ken, he's like, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, uh, if she says, Hey Ken to another Ken, then he's like, no. Nah. Yeah. You know? So, uh, he discovers patriarchy and then brings patriarchy back to Barbie land and flop flips everything and brainwashes all the Barbie dolls basically so that he and the other Ken dolls can basically run the show. And so he goes from this weak sort of subservient, like I, I don't exist if she's not in my world to this basically like you're in my world to serve me. And which is the same weakness except the opposite yeah. this is just the opposite end of the spectrum but it's no more developed it's it's a very underdeveloped mode and so i like all that that's actually a lot of us men have either one of those either we build our life around a woman or or a you know an individual that we can look up to um or we tend to you know want someone to serve service us and sort of build their life around us. Either way, it's a weak place to be. And so Ken tries both. So mm-hmm. he has he has one in the beginning and then he goes and swings to the other end and the end. And through the course of the movie, you know, at the end, he has to learn that uh, his identity and his sense of self can't be linked to Barbie. That Barbie being in love with him or Barbie, you know, looking at him can't be where he gets his sense of self. He has to find that elsewhere. And so you know, he's just Ken. He's not just, it's not Ken uh, or Barbie and Ken. It's uh, what did she say? I forget. It's not Barbie and Ken. It's, it's like just, Ken. Uh, it's just like- Ken and just Barbie or yeah. something like that. Okay. So Barbie also in similar fashion has the same Christ because she doesn't really have a sense of self either. For most of the movie, she is struggling with the fact that uh, she, she thinks who she is, is basically this image, this expectation, stereotypical stereotype that she's supposed to sort of perform. Mm -hmm. And this is supposed to give uh, women a sense of empowerment. And she learns that that is not really what's happened uh, largely. And there are other Barbies as well, you know, president Barbie, there are, you know, Dr. Barbie, all that stuff in Barbie land. And they are supposed to be looked on as these, you know, paragons of, of female empowerment and stuff. Um, but I think the film really tries to go after the, the idea that you're more than your role and you're more than these expectations that society is placing on you. So Barbie is basically under, she gets her reflected sense of self from what society says about her and what society expects from her. And Ken gets his sense of self from what Barbie thinks of him. Right. And, uh, and then, or if Barbie's building her world around him, and then, uh, and then the Barbies decide to flip back the power dynamic. Once Barbie land becomes a patriarchy, they decide to use their, uh, their talents as women uh, with doofus men <laughs> who are duped in, you know, in uh, a million different ways to basically flip the power dynamic back to it being that 
Barbie land again, where women are, you know, the, the ones with the, the key voices and stuff like that. And I think what the movie sort of where it goes is that at the end of all of that, Barbie still doesn't know who she is. And I thought that was one of the best things that the movie said was that you flipping around, taking power in a group or in a society isn't going to give you yourself. You are simply reacting to whoever. If you're reacting to whoever has the power, once you actually do get the power, you're not going to know who you are any more than you did before. And that's what Ken, Ken finds. Ken didn't have the power. Then he got the power. He still didn't have a sense of self. He thought that what made him unique was that Barbie, you know, served him or that uh, he could, you know, play the guitar that, you know, it's the stuff that I can do or whatever. It's still not a solid sense of self. It's very reflected based, based on, you know, how cool I am and how Barbie builds Barbie just feeds his ego, you know? So at the very end of the movie, there's basically this message of, well, uh, what does it mean to actually be human? So Barbie has a chance to become human. And what does that actually mean? Does it mean fulfilling the designs of your creator, uh, who she meets? She meets the, the creator who created Barbie. Uh, does it mean, and, and what that woman says, this old lady near the end says, you know, I can't control you. Basically, I don't control your destiny. Even though I made you, I don't control your destiny. And so basically, Barbie has to figure out who she is going to be and develop that solid sense of self. And in good existentialist fashion, basically, she's going to look inside and decide who she wants to be. And she ends up traveling to the real world and to become a part of it, to basically be human. And Ken presumably learns to live his life as an individual without Barbie. Under so the actually under, under the matriarchy. Yeah. So I actually think that whole line that I've just outlined was as actually great in a lot of ways. That is a lot of us are suffering from our own weakness, a reflected sense of self. It's what this person thinks about me. It's my expectations. It's my performance that really gets me to have a sense of self. And so uh, going deeper than that is important. Although the movie does, you know, I think mirror the worldview of the filmmakers, which is going to be sort of like, well, create your own meaning. You decide, you know, you decide what that's going to be as a Christian. I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't stop there, but I would say, well, that's better than what they had previously in the movie. I mean, it's interesting because I was telling you, like um, I watched the Selena Gomez documentary and it basically ends with her being like, you know, I am enough. And it's kind of what the Barbie movie ends with. It's just like the, very popular thing to say or to believe um, is to just like, I mean, Ken literally wears like a sweater at the end that says he's enough, but then with the big K. So he's enough, you know, like Ken, Ken enough. Um, And Barbie is setting out to be kind of like ordinary Barbie, just like a normal person in the world, just like enough as who she is. She doesn't have to be stereotypical Barbie. She doesn't have to always look perfect. She can get cellulite. She can have flat feet um, and she is enough. And so to me, it's really sad that that's where we end things. Like we basically are telling people like that, that's the ultimate end goal. Like you are enough, but like, I just like, what is that rooted in? Just like believing it, just hoping like I am enough, you know, I don't know. Um, As a Christian to me, that's like, 
like Ali Bastaki has a book, You're Not Enough, and that's okay because um, Christ is enough and we find our sense of identity and self in him. Um, and so to me, that's so crucial as a Christian because I'll never be good enough. I'm going to have hard days. I'm going to have moments where I don't like the way that I look. I'm not going to always, you know, like even if I can be confident, like at the end of the day, I do have a, a longing to be named by someone, my creator, to have an identity outside of myself, to live for something greater than myself. And so these movies that end like Barbie with like this whole big buildup and all of this, and then it's just kind of like, you are enough. It's like, but who does that really help? And like, how is that the final message? Like, how have we come to this point in time where that is like the grand conclusion? So that, that kind of uh, bugs me. Mm I think we probably view it differently. So Mm -hmm. this is the big debate amongst Mm. like conservatives, Mm. particularly is some say, no, they were not bashing on men. They were not making, making men look bad. Um, And then others are saying, yes, they were totally bashing on men. They, you know, men are just, were, were like genuinely made to be like total idiots. It wasn't just supposed to be funny. So what do you think about that? Um, First of all, neither stereotypical Barbie land nor the real world were that realistic. So stereo- so the real world in bar in the movie Barbie is like stereotypical real world from the perspective of, I don't know, second and third wave feminists or something. Yeah, I don't know. And, and some post feminists too. I think, I think that um, the men they're bashing <laughs> in the movie, the men they're bashing are doofuses. I don't, necessarily see there being a message as um you know all men are like this to me it's actually positive it's like all the men in the movie are like this there's not really any man in the movie that's that's really that great or has any substance but then i'll go up the kind of meta level and be like yeah but ryan gosling is in the movie and he crushes his role he does a really good professional job as an actor. Yeah. So there is a man in the movie and you know, other, there are other men as well who are really killing it as at their career, doing a really good job and doing, and doing a great job for the movie. So does the movie really not have any men who, you know, is it bashing all the men or is it basically saying, you know, also look how good Ryan Gosling and maybe Will Ferrell or whatever, you know, look at, look at how well they do. I just don't, I just don't take the story that seriously. See, that's my problem though, because I feel like the movie there was, it was supposed to be like kind of over the top in every way. Like this is ridiculous and this is ridiculous. But then I feel like the movie, especially Barbie side of the movie, like Ken's side of the movie to me stayed pretty like comedic and funny and not that serious. Like he brought all the much needed humor and Barbie's her whole side and all the women were taken so seriously. I mean, literally in the movie, it's like, the women, you know, all the bar, the Barbie dolls have to be like woken up to this, to realize that they have been living under the picture. But it's like, these are like feminist talking points, you know, like it's like back in the day, like women, women need to know that, you know, like they would literally like, we have to tell them how unhappy they are in their homes. We have to tell them how unhappy they are as mothers, you know, the idea is that they're, they're idiots and they're brainwashed. So there actually is kind of a streak within certain, I think certain forms of feminism where you're under a false consciousness. If you don't, really hold if you're not awakened to the reality that's the systemic sexism in the society then you're basically living in false consciousness you're brainwashed by the patriarchy yeah and so that's exactly what happens in in barbie land they're brainwashed and you know uh and they have to wake up when they're when they're sort of given uh 
phrases of cognitive dissonance. You have to be thin, but not talk about being thin, or you have to be thin, but not too thin, and you can't talk about, but you, you know, have to talk about health, you know, or, or they're like, you know, you, you need to um, not, you know, you need to mother him, but you not need to not remind him of his mother, you know, all the things like this, where, where it's things that actually to some degree and in many relationships are probably true. Totally. Plenty true. Uh, those are the things that sort of wake the Barbies up to, Oh my goodness, I've been asleep and yes, I can now see clearly. And I think that's one of the ironies of the movie. Uh, and one of the ironies of trying to be so self-aware is that you could do a number of those just based on the movie itself Yeah, and just how the movie is using, uh, commercialism and and yeah. possibly even sexism to basically try and sound like they're woke so in other there's, there's so a character will ferrell plays a character in the movie where he's he tries to have all these things like we've had women ceos like twice you know uh we 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 uphold women we empower women this is you know and he's just so adamant that he's basically he's like woke and he's he's with it and the film's making a great point you know that that all these talking points don't actually uh make you uh, aware of the society or, or, or put you in a place where you're actually willing to share power because he's the CEO and he's at the top. That's actually under one perspective. That's a great analogy for the movie itself mm. is that kind of character who's basically like saying all the things, yes. but still functioning in a very capitalist, very, uh, you know, even possibly sexist way. And you're, you know, at least according to the definition that's being put forward. Yeah. And so you could argue that there is a cognitive dissonance just with the movie itself and what it's trying to say. So the cognitive dissonance would be between what the movie is trying to say and the fact of the movie yeah. <laughs> and the and fact then, of the yeah. Bar Barbie brand being one of the big reasons why the movie is having any attendance. Yeah. So I don't think people are necessarily just attending for the deconstruction they might yeah. be there for it, but they're not necessarily all coming for it. Well, and it's funny because they're like, I mean, they were, if you go and see it and if you have seen it, it, it was like, it was past the point of being like satirical and like, oh, ha ha. It was like, no, they're, they're pretty serious. Like I thought, are we sure it's like this political or this woke? Like, are they just joking? And it was like super, like, you know, they're, it was just so, so that way. And so it's just almost <laughs> insulting. It's like that. It's like, you feel like they're telling you like, you need to be this way or else you're like stuck under old ways of thinking. And it's like, Oh my gosh. I mean, but that's, I have no problem with that. That's their opinion. Whatever. No, I know. But I mean, for a movie <laughs> like this, you, it's like, why do, why does everything have to be so 2020, like 2023, you know, like the 2020s, um, like in a yeah. few years, things are going to change and it's going to be like, Oh my goodness, that's so 2023. You know, like, why does it have to be all of these like, talking points yeah. from right now um, like so obvious so direct I mean uh, I mean I yeah. could just go on and on and on there's just like all these speeches and like why are so many of the women so like bitter and angry like some of the main characters like it's just like ridiculous like over the top I was like literally falling asleep halfway through mm. because it was just became so boring like there were no surprises like you could basically from the very beginning as soon as you kind of get a little bit into the storyline it's like you could have literally said exact phrases that happened until the very end minus a few comedic moments, you know? Um, and so that's like, really like why? And then the whole idea of like, you know, there were, there really wasn't any romantic relationship between Ken and Barbie. And it's like, they, these days women, they feel like, especially with 
this kind of like whole feminist mindset. Like we have to be the hero. We don't need men. We don't want men. And so we just have to be like the hero of our own destiny and the hero of our own story. And he needs to go be his own person, but we definitely didn't have any romance or any relationship. But the reality is so many women, like they enjoy romance. They enjoy, you know, and it's like these characters, them, like the people in real life, like they, they, not everyone just wants to be like individual and like conquering the whole world. Like we love having like, you know, a person or, even to be pursued. So it's just but like ridiculous. If you, yeah, but they don't want to be with, uh, they don't want to be with a man. They don't want to be with any of the men in the movie. It's like, I, you shouldn't. Well, because They're they made them all idiots. Terrible. Yeah, exactly. They did that. So I, I, that more, that's more like, well, actually good men that honor and love women well are made to look even better. That's true. That's how I view the movie. It's like, it's more, it's more like, yeah, if you're surrounded by guys like that, I'm very sorry. That is really rough. And I, the movie doesn't explicitly say all men are like this. Uh, they just. Did I think it, do they say all men hate women at one point or they hate they each other? Okay, so women. many things. But the the my, my I more walk away going like, yeah, don't be with any of those guys. Definitely. <laughs> Why do you think they didn't have a single, like there was not one person who was not, not one man who was not. Was Alan. Alan was, Alan was a, uh, was a kind of out of the box yeah. kind of guy. Nobody, he doesn't get any girls or guys. <laughs> He's kind of like, okay, we're not even really sure what exactly he is, but okay. But any of like the, I mean, he's still an idiot too, though. Like whatever he is, he's like, do this, you know, he's like so dumb. Um, so, but like all of the guys for in the real world and in Barbie land, every single last one is portrayed as like literally a complete idiot, like li- beyond much. idiot. Yeah, pretty much. Like he's such an idiot. It's almost like, you know, I mean, but here's the thing though. Uh, you know, we've heard these statistics and stuff. Women are outstripping men in so many different sectors in our society, you know, education and careers and stuff. It's like men are very much falling behind. It seems like there's a crisis of identity amongst many men. So a lot of, there are movements that are sort of capturing a lot of these men that are really stereotypical that are like the manosphere that I've heard of. I, I don't know much about it, but it's this sort of idea that if, the feminists say this, you sort of say the opposite. Like the feminists say, you know, oh, you know, they have all the power. And so you're like, yo, it's good to have power. You know, you basically just affirm that yeah. sort of thing. And there are a lot of groups like that. And there are a lot of guys that treat their, the women that they're with like that. I mean, a very much like you're here to serve me either. And then both ways, the weak, the weak, sort of nice guy approach where I'm building my life around you and your happiness is the most important thing in my life. And you, our relationship is the most important thing. That's a very weak position to be in. And at just as much as the, you know, jerk version where it's like, you need to serve me and stuff. But the the thing is, it seems to me like that very much exists. Men like that. were like that sometimes. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is like, we had an interview with Nancy Piercy and you can listen to it. It's a few episodes back all on um, the toxic war on masculinity. And I think that that's true. I think that we've swung so far to this side of like, not just that women want to have equality with men, but they want men like men have to be like scum and men have to go down. And like Nancy Piercy was saying, like, you know, it's all these jokes, like testosterone is a cancer. And we have to <laughs> basically like weed out men from our, like men are the problem. No, and I think not. like, I think of raising a son and it's like, I do not want to raise him 
basically viewing his manhood and his masculinity as a problem. Oh, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> we will. I think you'll be fine. Oh. Okay, no. so we got to start wrapping it up here. Okay. I, um, my overall opinion of the movie and score, if we did a one to 10, Paul and Morgan did a one to 10. I like uh, that. I hate the one to oh, 10. I'll do a one okay. to 10. My overall, okay, like I was going into it. I didn't read reviews. Like I didn't watch any reviews or listen to any reviews before going to see it because I wanted to be as open-minded as possible. And I just went in like, I hope this will be interesting, engaging. I hope at least like, you know, I'm there for like two hours and we paid this money and we have a babysitter. Like hopefully I'll just be like entertained and engaged. And I felt like very much kind of like it was a snooze fest. Like there (laughs) was like Ken was really funny and the Kens were really funny and weird Barbie was really funny. But outside of that, it was just honestly like boring to me. Um, and I just felt like it was so obvious. And like I was saying, you could pretty much tell the storyline from the beginning. So that was kind of like a disappointment. Like why, even if you remove all of the, their messaging out of it, like all the wokeness, all the political stuff, all the messaging, like even just the story as a whole to me was so lacking. Like I just felt like there was so much more they could do with it. So just like on that level, it was really not entertaining like it's not a movie i'm ever gonna pull out and be like girls night which would be have been so fun but every night is girls night it would have been so awesome you know like or such a fun date night or like yeah we're gonna get all get dressed up and go see it again but it's like to me it's like one time like i was talking to Kristen about it and she's like oh should i go see it and i'm like no like it is literally such a a bore such as news so that is just like uh to me and then all the messaging where it just it's like it wasn't even just like joking after a while it's like so serious like why is it? And Barbie cried so much. Why was she always crying? You know, like, so she had an existential crisis. Emotional. I know, but it's Barbie. It's like, can we just have fun? Like, why can't we have fun things anymore? Like, why can't we just be entertained? Why can't we just have fun? Why does everything have to be like 2023? Like, uh, you know, Oh my because goodness. She lives then, in the world of shiny, happy people and her world had to be cracked. And then women, they're like this, like women were so oppressed and Barbie's done so much damage to our culture. The women are like, yeah, so let's cash in on this and make millions off of it. And all these women are literally making like millions of dollars. Like we're so oppressed. Can you believe it? Like, look how famous we are. And then the other thing that really annoys me is that um, they're like this, like why can't the big ending of like the, all the speeches, like why can't we just be like ordinary Barbie? Why do we have to be uh-huh. Dr. Barbie or, um, you know, President yeah. Barbie or stereotypical Barbie, like without the cellulite and perfect and climbing the career. Or like, why can't we just be a mom? Or why can't we not be a mom? Like why all of this stuff? Like, why can't we just be ordinary Barbie? And then they have the idea, like we should create ordinary Barbie. And apparently it's going to like, so like crazy. Like people are actually really into this. And then what's ridiculous though, is that who wants like really in, of all these people actually acting, like who of them wants to actually be ordinary Barbie. Like they have a lot more that they want for their life, whether it's to make a lot of money, to be a super successful producer, to be a massive actor, right. the women. Um, and I was looking up at the plastic surgeries that they've had done um, and all the work that they've had done. And it's like, yeah, so you're telling me all of you want to be ordinary Barbie. Is that why you got your buckle fat removed and your nose job and your eye lift and your chin lift? Like you just want to be ordinary Barbie. And that drives me crazy because it's such a lie to these young girls and young women who are going like, yes, I want to be ordinary Barbie, just like that person. Well, if you fork over thousands and thousands of dollars, you can also get all the surgeries to enhance yourself as well, you know? And it's, so it's ridiculous. Like y'all aren't all of you women saying like, why can't we just be ordinary Barbie? None of you want that for your life. And so it's ridiculous. Like to me, all of that is so confusing and such a contradiction. Um, and, but you're, you know, at the end of the day, you are enough. Ordinary Barbie is enough. And you're still, what are young women left with? Like nothing. No, that's at the end of the day, even being ordinary, like that's not enough because that's, we do have a creator and we were made for more, but it's just, to me, it's just all a big poo poo. So I give it a, 
I give it a really generous on an entertainment yeah. scale. I give it a generous three on a, would I ever recommend it scale? I give it a super generous zero minus. <laughs> okay. I'm done. <laughs> What's your rating? I don't, I don't think so, babe. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I think we just end with that. No, you got nothing else. No. Cause I, I gave a rating. I just did a lot of words, you know, Okay, y'all. Go see it if you want to. Go see it. Let us know what you think. And we'll see y'all again next week. Bye-bye.